You're listening to The Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Which I've never done by way of admission. Chuck, you never won a Stanley Cup? No, but you tried to lift the trophy and hoist it above your head to. until you were told no, not to. No, stop that. You're not stop allowed to hoist that. it. Stop no. that talk. I know we didn't mean to get into this. Everybody getting mad at fans and or media for touching the Stanley Cup. Stop that. I'm not it mad at Martin. It only has to do with players. It only has to do with players. In the same way, you can mention a no-hitter if you're sitting on the couch or if you're broadcasting the game. Those little rules only matter to the team. Yeah, but what to if the Martin... guys not sitting next to the pitcher throwing the no-no. To the NHL players, they can't touch the cup until they win it. It has nothing to do with fans. What if Martin to touches the cup and then shakes Petty Maroon's hand? All of a sudden, Petty Maroon has touched stop. the cup. And I didn't lose, wash lose. my hands stop. in yeah, between. because you're a dirty person. You don't wash your hands. You are dirty, You're, you're unsanitary. <laughs> what Keep I'm going. saying is you get an appreciation for just how free and long it is. I mean, October in, in baseball is a, there's lore, right? Oh, October. Well, what is the hockey club? Well, if we just make it to April, May, June, you know, it just goes forever. So this blues playoff run, which it is right now has been great fun. They have seven wins. You need nine more. It's already a blur. Think about the seven games. Like, okay, well, I remember the Manitoba Miracle, the three goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the one where Bishop got knocked over by a Pareko shot. Oh, that was yesterday. It all becomes a blur. And here you are with a team that's a legitimate cup contender, and they've won seven of 16 needed. Isn't that just insane as you sit here facing a do-or-die tomorrow night? And I feel like if you're a hockey fan, you no longer look at the months as – April or May, or even Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's more like game four, off day. Like, what's today? Is it Tuesday? No, it's game seven. What's the next Thursday? Is it a Thursday? No, it's game one. Do you know what I'm saying? I would think this is what happened to Kachuk. 100%. It's because of playoff hockey. <laughs> it doesn't. And the fact that he's, you know, wealthy and retired. And you lose track of the Also days. true. Uh, Blues game seven tomorrow night. It is a seven o'clock start. The Cards had a weekend at Wrigley. I don't know if anybody noticed, but there was baseball. And I jokingly tweeted out last night when when Chris Bryant hit the grand slam. It was then thirteen to five. It was thirteen to two. They didn't was it? Oh, I'm they sorry. They didn't score right. the 13, next three to the next half right. inning. Cosmetic homers. Worse. So when it was thirteen to two, I said, since this game has now become boring, make sure you flip to Fox. We're going to do Blues breakdown with Strick there, and we actually had some really good numbers last night. Power of Strick, power of the Blues winning. So if I was a local news station, I'd cover it because people are interested. Nah. But as I said, now that this game has become boring, somebody said, I'll watch bad Cardinal baseball over any other topic any other day of the week. I'm like, oh, okay, you got me. You sit and watch the 13-2 to game. You win <laughs> over Blues playoffs. But the Cards did get swept. I think Friday you saw it coming, getting in late from D.C. Cubs were rolling. I just... I figured they'd lose Friday. We all said they'd lose two or three. The game to win was the Saturday game. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're up five to one. Michael Waka, I'm sorry, you got a five one lead. You can't serve up the Bombski Jackaroo to Tyler Davis, not Jody Davis. Tyler Davis, sure. who had never had a big league hit. Charles Davis, the Fox broadcaster? No, I think it was 
Tyler Davis. Chris Davis, the athletic, who bats 247 No, year? no. It's Tyler Davis, I believe, okay. had a grand slam to tie that. That game was the one to win, clearly. That was, if we were going to be right, that was the game that it should have happened. What's your concern level with Waka moving forward? Uh, he seems to have regressed enough that eventually you have to worry about his rotation standing, right? I think as I'm looking down the road, whether it's Carlos, whether it's Reyes, there's a lot of options. I think it's outside the organization. You got to look. You think add a guy? Yes. What about Ponce? Doesn't I seem was... like Gomber. That doesn't seem like their mo, does it? No, but I think the depth has already kind of withered away because you thought Gant, but now Gant is a a prominent uh, bullpen piece. Reyes, you don't know when he'll be back. You've already announced Martinez will likely be coming back as a reliever, which certainly does not spur any confidence in his long term ability to be a starter. So if that's the case, I mean, we have Hudson as well, who you're not quite sure what he'll be from start to start. I know Wainwright has looked good, but do you trust him for 20 more starts the remainder of the season? I think you got to look outside the organization to bring in a, a somewhat high-profile starter to may be a plug very, into the rotation. It's a very logical thought, but do you think that's what they would do? I think it's what they should do. Yes. But I don't think it, they would. But I think they feel year. good about what they have. Strowman. Now, the question is, you just said high profile. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me one bit. In fact, I would bet on the fact that they would get at minimum what they did last year. Remember, Tyson Ross was okay. actually pretty darn good just because they needed innings, even but though he wasn't they, allowed to start. He wasn't allowed to start because, uh, what, he got paid $200,000, even he though did. that wasn't a factor, right? I think it was. But I'm joking. I also agree with that. <laughs> My point is, at the end of last season, you were still in it, and you got a guy who was pretty solid to eat innings. I would think, you always hear about the name Madison Bumgarner, if there's another pitcher and the Cardinals need innings, Marcus Stroman. this would be the year you go after somebody like or that. Trevor Bauer. I think the AL provides an opportunity with two teams in Toronto that's already announced they're willing to sell, and they've specifically mentioned a guy like Marcus Stroman is off to a great start, and the Indians, who don't like spending money and aren't too concerned with winning right now, with Corey Kluber out for the foreseeable future. I think that opens up a possibility with two teams that Mo likes to trade with. And I think your rotation concerns right now, because on any given night, you're not quite sure what you're getting. It's leading into bullpen yes. issues, because yes. even last night, I thought, boy, Leon's been a little off lately. I don't know if he's going to... Boy, Gregerson's here. I don't know how I feel about this. There's a lot of moments now when it's not Brevier or Gant or Hicks that I'm like... You know, Andrew Miller can be good at times, but there's a number of guys out there, and the bullpen's been really good, that I'm looking around and saying, well, they got a few guys now that I don't like in this situation. Big picture, I don't think this weekend should have or did surprise a lot of people if you're being rational about the Cardinals because the Cardinals were so good, especially for that two-week stretch where they went, I believe, 10-1 and before they lost that game to the Nationals. The offense was gangbusters. Everybody was hitting. And, and look, it's fair to question the rotation this year 100%, but you also got two really good weeks of turns through rotation. So the Cardinals were probably playing – above the water, right? Like, I think the Cardinals are a playoff team. I don't think they're the best team in baseball. And they what? were trending for a second there to be the best team in the National League and right there with the Rays as the best team in all of baseball. I could be wrong. I just don't think they're that great. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just, it's not a market correction. You ran into a hot team. It happens. The only concern is that in the last few years, the number was, I think, 5-17 and 17 at Wrigley over the last few years. They've been losing a lot of games up there. But on the whole... Those things are going to happen. I think Matt Carpenter actually had some great quotes 
to Derek Gould about it, basically saying, like, we ran into a buzzsaw, next time around it might be us, that it, it just kind of happens. Uh, but because of it, the Cubs are now in first place. I think the bigger story is that they dug themselves out. I mean, they were one in six, I believe. They were they look like a team, and it's easy to have those early narratives that were feeling the pressure. You got a lame duck manager in Joe Madden. I think Theo said October starts in April, and it's like, are they really kind of in their own heads already? Cubs are actually fine, it appears. And the bullpen, which I thought was a disaster, that surprised me, has actually been good. Our guy, David Kaplan, he's the one when we had him on before the season that kind of put it in my head to think differently about the Cubs because I know the whole Pakota thing, and he's looked at Vegas win totals. What were the Cubs, about 87? Whatever it was. Well, lower than that. That's why okay. they were ticked. Okay, Pakota was bad, but I'm saying the Vegas was 86, 87, whatever it was. Just think about it like this. Last year, it seemed like everything went wrong with the Cubs. You got nothing from you, Darvish. Tyler Chatwood walked 12 people a game, and your MVP, Chris Bryant, was hurt, what, half the year? And they still won 95 games. So think about that and then roll it into maybe some better health this year. Wilson Contreras to turn it around. It'd be hard for that team to only win about 86 or 87, right? If you really think about it, everything would have to go wrong. A lot went wrong last year. They still won 95. Uh, I made this comment as well last night. And all the people that complain, they hate the Cardinals. They hate the Blues. Every announcing team is against the Cardinals, is against the Blues, against our hometown team. I think A-Rod is the reverse. I think he, like, if you're listening to a game, you're like, God, this guy, get off the Cardinals jock. He always loves the Cardinals, and he'll talk about George Kissel and Tommy Herr. He rattles off a lot of Cardinal history. He loves history. the Cardinals so much, why didn't you sign him? He probably wanted to come here, and they finished second <laughs> in the running. Doesn't I'm it, telling you, that doesn't impressed Doesn't it seem me. like no. Alex has a lot of Cardinal knowledge? 100%. Yesterday when he was talking about Whitey Ball, and he brought up Tommy Herr. You can tell this guy knows a lot about the history of the Cardinals. 20 years, Bryce Harper's going to be in the Sunday night booth saying the same stuff. A lot, a lot of people commented, too. I hate to admit it, but I think you're right. Not that they were hated to agree with me, but they just never liked A-Rod, and now they have to admit that they kind of like him. He's so likable now. He's very likable, and he's especially generous with his knowledge of the Cardinals. It's, it's crazy because all national announcers hate your team. I understand that. I think A-Rod kind of likes your team. I'm also very excited to watch Cardinal overreaction Twitter after Bryce Harper's first at bat, or let's say he strikes out or he hits a home run, or in his first game against the Cardinals, either goes 0 for 4 with three strikeouts or maybe he has 3 for 4 with a homer, and we'll all overreact in the way, oh, we should have had him. See, we shouldn't have signed him. You know that's going to happen. I am very much an agenda-driven person, and because – I would have liked the Cardinals this offseason to chase either Machado or Harper, especially since the markets were very quiet on them for a while. And because of my agenda-driven personality, I want, and it already kind of happened this year, I want Machado and Harper to homer in every game versus the Cardinals during the duration of their contract. Now, the Cardinals can still win. Harper can hit a a solo shot, and the Cardinals can still win 10-1. to But I want Harper to homer. Wet blanket. Who's not a wet blanket? The Cardinals can still win. Who's saying that? Living color, agenda-driven personality? Was that living color, you think? Also, everybody is agenda-driven. That's fair. Everybody is. Got their own narrative. Especially on Twitter. Uh, Before the end of the day, a reminder, Offenberg Hyundai, the place to go for your next vehicle. And I don't care where you live. I really don't. It doesn't matter if you're in St. Louis or if you're in Illinois, if you're neighbors with Albert Bell. It doesn't matter where you live. If you're going to buy a new car, you want to make sure you get it from the right dealer. Somebody that provides the great service before, during, and after the sale. It's real important to the folks at Offenberg Hyundai. That's why over the years they have continued to track it. 
and they lead in customer satisfaction. That's a really important thing. You want to make sure you're with the right dealer. So wherever you live, head on over to O'Fallon, Illinois, Highway 64, easy to get to from downtown St. Louis. So on your way to the Derby, if you're with Biff, you're riding down to Louisville, you're going on 64, you can't miss it. You'll see the dealership from the highway. But the easiest thing to do is just start online, OffenbergHyundai.com. Great-looking vehicles, great value. And, of course, with Offenberg, it's great service. OffenbergHyundai.com. The end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. You do need to do something about Dominic Leon, though, right? Isn't that agreeable? It's, it's now 14 earned runs in his last four and two-thirds innings pitched. Uh, that's uh, They're batting 500 against him in that span. And that that's over the course of five appearances. So something probably needs to be done, right? Maybe a, let's start with a 10-day IL. Yeah. He's got tightness in his it. calf. Do you think? Maybe just a little IL It visits. seems about visit. time. For an IL? Yeah. yeah it's kind hey, of Shilty, uh, are we looking at an IL visit maybe for Leon? You know, injured or bad, either or. But I've always thought this, too. Mental rest is good sometimes. You don't think it's good to just get away from it for a while? I want to take, take a 10-day IL trip from the station. Next 10 days, just be, you know, mental break. But seriously, how many times do you see a hitter who's just in a terrible slump and the manager goes, look, you're getting two days off no matter what? It seems like a lot of times those guys come back and, and do well. Sometimes getting away from it and just overthinking everything, it becomes paralysis by analysis. Martin, I walk you're in, I say, right now. You're just packing all your yeah, stuff Yeah, what's the up. deal here? <laughs> I just realized that I brought a bunch of water bottles. Oh, shocking. Again, again. And I think, honestly, Expected. I think it was subconscious because you always like critique it. So I think I just started to throw them in the bag before it became a, a topic. It. I'm picturing Hoff at Overwise. We're like, I just saw Hoff. Yeah, he's on the IL, though. He's he's taking some time. No, I, I ran down to Carl's for lunch, and Hoff was sitting in there with his feet up. Yeah, he's on the Actually, he's out here at the brew house. Patio, he's drinking beer while we're doing the show. But he's on the aisle. I'm he always just, jealous of people who are doing that. He needs a little break. Now. It's true. A couple people just had a Monday beer. afternoon, a couple of beers. How do you do that? What it's funny because Frank do? always talks about retirement, and he talks about the cold beer and the glass sitting in front of him. And he's not even a drinker. Let me tell you this. Had my brother and his girlfriend in town over the weekend. Oh, fun. Good times. Checked out the Arch on Saturday. He had never seen it. Sunday, we do the brewery tour, which I hadn't done in about, I don't know, what, five, six years. I went a ton of times when I first moved here. Um, so brewery tour. You start drinking the samples around, let's say, uh, noon. Nice patio day. Bring the TV out for the blues. And next thing you know, you've been drinking for about nine hours. Wow. So, uh, I mean, drinking casually in moderation <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Now, normally, I'll do that later Friday. I'll start texting Chuck. And he's like, dude, I'm at work. What do you want? <laughs> Charlie was texting me yesterday. Yeah. But it was about work. Mapping out your summer plans. Well, because All I was Star talking game. with my brother who lives in Cleveland, I had not looked to see that the All-Star game, the baseball All-Star game, is in Cleveland. Is so it I really? Said, yep. I, I can drive. Attention. I can stay with my bro. Let's cover it for the old two fox. Who's going to be there? Predict right now which Cardinals will be Cardinals. I, I started to think about that. Molina will go because he, right now, he's on this wave of popularity. I think even around the league, DeYoung's got to be an All Star right now. Maybe right? Hicks. Maybe Hicks. If Hicks. he keeps piling up the number, I'd say Hicks, Molina, DeYoung are probably. Goldie's got the reputation. Well, Jose Martinez, like a manager selection. That's interesting. He'd be a fun player for the All-Star Games. There's need, a like, role now. That, and this year in the balloting, fun player. But they need a fun player who you can talk to <laughs> who will appreciate the experience. Like if Paul Goldschmidt gets voted to the All-Star Game, he's been there enough times, he doesn't care. Jose Martinez will would actually 
be fun publicity for baseball if he's there. Jose, you were a commissioner's pick. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. you're a fun player. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, though. But I'm old for my last 30. It's okay. Doesn't you're a matter. fun player. Good for the media. Good sound bites. I, if you honestly had to guess, you'd probably say Molina. Hicks is young. That's always hard to get those guys in, but maybe Hicks, maybe DeYoung. Goldie, possibly. Long way to go. I mean, we got, what, 50 games before the All-Star break, right? I mean, a guy yeah. like Goldie can all of a sudden go crazy. They're going to lose 40 of those 50. And then, you know, Whoa. Dude, you're Whoa. a Cardinals fan, I just too. said that just to get wow. your reaction. Um, did you find it odd, or am I reading too much into it, that Ben Bishop didn't talk after the game yesterday? <sighs> the PR team kind of decides who comes out. Okay. Like, Bennington, I don't believe, talked yesterday, and it's probably because they thought he wasn't an essential part of the story, which is funny because he was really good and only gave up one goal. Eh, you're but okay. Bishop talks a lot. I think you would, if you're a Dallas media person, you would request him because you want to, what was it like? How are you feeling? I think it's odd that he didn't, but I'm not okay. sure it's because he's injured. But don't you think, look, whether it's a serious injury or not, I mean, that puck was hit hard enough and he was down long enough that I guarantee you that he had to have some type of treatment, oh, right? Totally. I mean, after yeah. that game, whether it's ice or heat or STEM or whatever they're doing, after that game, I mean, he's not talking to the media. They're going in there to make sure they can try to make that feel better. And they should say, should say not available. He's getting some treatment, right? And he'll talk to you guys tomorrow. They probably or... said treatment on his knee, on his left knee. Upper body. Now, that has to be upper body. It doesn't go anywhere. So, Charles, I disagree. It's Hold connected to his arm, which hangs below the waist. If you lean over, your clavicle could be below your waist. Well, it was upper body, and it got hit, and it's now lower body. I think Chuck should go into PR for an NHL team because he could really screw with the media. Okay, now Charlie, okay, Charlie said he's not going to talk. Is it upper body or lower body? Well, that depends. You ever held your foot up high, <laughs> like over your head? <laughs> Is that still lower body, That's pal? That's actually funny. But also, <laughs> why do we need to know that? We all have eyes. We have ridiculous replays. Everybody sees where the puck goes and hits. Everybody sees where the player grabs after an injury. They see grabbing the ankle or the knee or the wrist, right? Do we really need to know? Like, it's obvious most of the time. Well, it's nice to have things confirmed. So you're not writing a piece and saying, well, his shoulder's injured. But who cares? I mean, they're, trying to, they're trying to... I don't care about hardly anything. Yeah, that's true. Why do you hate Jim Thomas? We want to make his job no, I love Jim Thomas, but I'm just saying, like... Uh, uh, clavicle, uh, shoulder, <laughs> collar, collarbone, <laughs> chief... These guys are all injured. Once once the blue season is They're over, all just like every other team, we're going to hear about all kinds of cleanup Correct. surgeries. We're going to hear about legitimate surgeries. They're all banged up. And, and some guys who aren't performing, you may find out, ooh, that's why. And some guys who aren't are going to pretend they have an injury to use that as an excuse for them not playing well. All right, a little bit of perspective to wrap up the show. This Monday, last year, you know what we were talking about? Let me think. So May... First Monday of May, Sixth. or around the May, yeah, around that time. Last year, the Cardinals were good. Yes, because we were talking so about a, a big sweep against the Cubs. Was, was, May, the, was it the May sixth of last year? Dexter Fowler was the Dexter Fowler walk off. So May seventh, the Monday, Monday, May seventh, we were talking about big sweep. Cardinals were twenty and twelve, huge statement sweep that that also included the Colton Wong walk off yeah. and ninth inning comeback on that Saturday, and they. Rode that statement, sweeping, awesome momentum all the way to a third-place finish. So it's so better. It's a long year. This is, so shame on the Cubs for getting that sweep because look what's going to happen to them. I like that. Cardinals would then score. That's a reverse blanket move. They would score two, well, one run total over the next two games against the Twins. That's a dry blanket. Playoffs. Yeah. Because most times you're soaking. I would say you're not. <laughs> How about you're not the fact? <laughs> a wet blanket, you're soaking. How about the fact, now look, he was joking when he said, 
the Cardinals will lose 40 of the next I 50. I think the Cardinals now, are on. good. They just had a bad week. I know. It happens. I agree. That was a joke. But you legitimately were serious that you actually want Manny Machado and Bryce Harper to hit a home run yes. every single game against the Cardinals. Yes. It's punishment for not signing one of them. Yes. What about Tatis Jr.? You had his dad here. How did you miss out also, on him? Also, uh, during Frank's show, Frank mentioned um, expectations for Game 7. And I said, my, my fear is, especially after Bishop went down, assuming at the time what Chuck assumed, that he broke his collarbone and wouldn't be available. I did not say that. Well, I mean, I assumed that. But you said that it looked like it, right? No, 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 no. I said because I broke my collarbone, I would be oh. shocked if he could ever play hockey in the next couple days. My assumption again was he, he broke it, just based on his reaction, because it wasn't just like an oops. Like he seemed to be in legitimate pain. Uh, having said that, I said the most Blues thing imaginable would be Q Dobin shutting them out in Game Seven. The backup yes. coming in. <laughs> the Bud Norris that was of my goalies. Left blank in the ten o'clock hour. Hey, that's the end of the day. Hey, don't forget Cardinals.com, your Slash place to go for all your ticket needs. A lot of great theme nights. Watch Still Bryce Harper up. home over the next three days. Is it a Bryce Harper package? <laughs> they sell a package. Players, we almost had package. And then, you, <laughs> and then you see games against those teams. That would they be could funny. Have, they could have a good player. Get a Hayward away package. When the Tampa Bay Rays come to town, you can watch Tommy Pham. David Price. The former Cardinal package. Yeah. Cardinals.com. They don't probably appreciate this as sponsors. You can get online <laughs> and get your tickets there. Although, Bill DeWitt, he's a smart guy. He's like, wait a minute. They might be on to Hold something. Hold on a sec. Let's package this. And also, our guy, Milty. Uh, STLTaxLawyer.com. It's a place to go if you have any tax issues. Uh, Mark Millen provides a local and holistic approach to tax resolution. He's a former Department of Justice tax division attorney, so don't be sucked into the out-of-town uh, tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and the radio because Mark lives and works right here in the Kirkwood area, Woodlawn, and Manchester. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com. Today, remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision. It should not be based solely on advertisements. All right, we got to go. The hard line is coming up next tomorrow. Guess what, Chuck? All about Game 7. Game 7, baby. And those three homers that Bryce Harper Can't hit. wait. And after the game, the players, we will swarm them. Going to swarm Good. them tomorrow. Hardline next.